Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to the bandwagon. Ryan Michaels here with your boy Chip Tiernan. What's up? So, uh, let's get in the huddle early. We'll talk birds. Um, they're playing, like, cancer. <laughs> what do you say about that? Accurate. Accurate statement. Um, do you think Carson's rubbing off the rust, or what's going on? Listen, Carson Wentz played well. He did. He did. He played well. I, and if people are saying that it's his fault, it's not. It's not. Uh, no, I, at I, all. We'll get into that, because there's been something that's frustrating both of us yes. lately. Um, we could shift the lines, too. We'll talk some flyers. Big win in Vegas. Bad loss in Colorado. Yes. Um, still a lot of hope. Yeah, still early. The, the young players are looking good. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I mean... Can we never talk about the Phillies for the rest of the offseason? Yeah, well, I mean, okay, cool. that's, yeah, that's good. Well, let's just leave that yeah, how it is. And, um, yeah, what else we got? Sixers are in China. Sixers are in China. <laughs> well, hopefully they don't pull a Ball Brothers move and try to steal some Gucci. Well, yeah, I don't think they're like that. I mean, no, I don't think so either, but, you know, I just have to make fun of the Ball Brothers because everyone hates them. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, they, they, they're terrible. They're terrible. Anyway, Sixers, yeah, they yeah, Sixers. <laughs> Markel hit a three. Yeah, that was, that that was, was pretty big, clutch. Man. Yeah. Sixers are looking good right now. Let's just pray that we get that free agent next year. Yes. But for now, I like where we're going. I really I like, like it a lot. Yes, we look really, really good. Hot. It is hot, 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 hot. Oh, also, you know what? If Jalen Mills screws up again today, this is this is early to say this. This is a hot take. But I want him to get on the same plane <laughs> that Ben McAdoo, Hector Neris, and Brian Colangelo are on. You know, I forgot to say Chip Kelly's on there too, Definitely. but that, that that goes unspoken. Yeah, he's, he's on there. And never come back. Because if the, another double move beats him, wow. I've lost all faith in that guy. That's definitely a hot take, but no, no. I mean, look, I'm I was all about him, and like I, I liked him, like hype he brings to the team, but play. Yeah, I don't want to see another pi. I I don't want to see you get juked out. Yeah, Pen- penalties have been brutal just for for the whole team though. Like, yeah, it's just it's really it's like it, watching football now is like pathetic. Is there, is there a flag in the back of your mind? I, I look at the bottom ticker and I'm like flag, yeah, flag, like flag. You see flag. the yellow come up and you're just like, oh my. All right, let's get more into this later. I think that's all we can talk about for the intro, but what you say, Chip? Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in the huddle, hop on board, and enjoy this ride, because this is going to be a long one. Heavy birds talk today. Yeah. So, let's evaluate last week. Game against the Titans, overtime. Uh, it looks like Jalen Mills was out of position on the last play when Marcus Mariota threw that touchdown. Um, I know I keep ripping on him, but it's getting ridiculous at this point. What was the crucial problem with the Eagles' D that allowed them to get so many yards. Well, look, the whole secondary didn't play well at all. True. You know, on that last drive, Malcolm Jenkins made some plays, but, you know, we were getting called for penalties, and on that one fourth and 15 play, he just, the one receiver just ran right past Corey Graham and got the first down. Yep. 
So I don't know what the call, the play call was on defense there, but he just ran right past them. So just it was it was mental and dumb mistakes and stupid penalties that shouldn't have been penalties. Like they should have been penalties, but they was just, again mental mistakes. Like you can't you can't be holding on a fourth and two. You can't you just no matter how much we hate penalties though, like that's a cop out to blame the refs. We're not blaming the refs. We're blaming I'm not their blaming own the refs. Mistakes. I'm blaming the Eagles for making the mistakes for for committing the for the committing the penalties because they did commit. Penalties. They did. Like it's it, a problem. It, it's getting to be a problem. It is. And and offensive line didn't play well. We'll get to that a little bit later. But yeah, secondary was was just it was they they played really poorly. Like I, I don't Jalen Mills again got beat by Corey Davis for for long gains. Uh, Corey Davis had a monster game by the way. Yeah, he did. Um. And, like, uh, when we were predicting last week, we thought, like, without Delaney Walker, they really wouldn't have a threat. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean... Marcus Mariota was able to find those holes, too. And on top of it, I felt like Marcus Mariota was able to rush for way more than he should have been able to. There was defenders all around him, and they just weren't going towards him, even after the line of scrimmage. Yes, we weren't getting pressure. And, you know, secondary just played poorly. I mean, you know, listen, the Eagles are a team where we rely on... Our secondary, and you know we don't blitz a lot. I hate that. Really, ever. I hate that. So we rely on our secondary a whole lot. Now, in the past, obviously they were they have been good, but you know, I think I think the problem is with the Eagles right now is the secondary. Like our corners are covering them for, and it's hard. It's it's hard to explain. Like the. Like the cornerbacks are, they can't cover them the the receivers forever. Mm-hmm. So like we have to get pressure. Agreed. So, like our team is used to like our cornerbacks are used to our pass rushers getting to the quarterback, and they're not used to covering wide receivers for a long period of time. Right. So we cover like our cornerbacks will cover them for the first initial you know three seconds of the play, and if we're not getting pressure, the receivers are obviously going to get away from them. So I think. You know, a mixture of that and just penalties were awful and just not getting pressure. And especially on a mobile quarterback like Mariota. So it was a combination of inefficient defensive play calling and yeah. penalties. Yes. Do the defenders themselves, just being out of position, have anything to do with the just terrible gains that they've gotten? Well, listen, the one play, obviously, we went, we said it before, the 4th and 15th play. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. you got to guard the first down line. You can't let someone run past you like that. Especially on the sideline, where it can get out of bounds, whether when there's under a minute left. So it was just that was that honestly might have been the, just the dumbest play I've ever seen, because it's fourth and fifteen, you need one more stop, and you win. It's over at that point, and there was multiple fourth downs on that drive, where we could have stopped them, and there was just penalties and dumb plays like that. See that that's the thing that's frustrating is because all of these big gains that the Titans were able to get were preventable. Yes, hundred percent. And like it's not like. You look at those plays, just like, oh, someone's got it. No, but right. no one's there. There's a wide-open receiver, or Marcus Mariota's rushing for 15 yards. Yeah. Should yeah. not have been able to happen. Right. And maybe it's just my frustration coming out. And I am going to blame the secondary quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Because I'm. you said it earlier, Chip. We're, we're just fans looking for an answer to what the hell is going on. Absolutely. This isn't a Super Bowl hangover at this point. This is just ineffective playing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's just yeah, we're not we're not getting pressure, and that you know affects the secondary. And I think, do you think 
we should blitz more, but how are we supposed to just adjust our game plan so much? We yeah. should blitz more. We, we, you're right. We don't put any pressure on the right. quarterback exactly. to make those rush plays. Yeah. We don't force passes. The more passes we force, the more interceptions we'll obviously see. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that, you know, this is kind of a hot take too, but do you think we're missing Patrick Robinson? Um, y- yes, especially, yes. I think we are right now, but, you know, hopefully later on, no. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, but why so? The, the elaborate because, a little bit. Because, one, he's a veteran player. Okay. And, two... We have we now have Sidney Jones playing the nickel, mm-hmm. and you know I, I don't know how much experience he's had with the nickel. I know he played outside at Washington. And he hasn't played since then. Right. I know because you know, he had that injury. So you know I don't know if it's him. I know I don't think he's been bad playing the nickel, but no. it's just you know having that veteran guy play the nickel and just Robinson played really really well for us last year. So you know we definitely could be missing him right now. Uh, we definitely are missing him, and he was just you know he played really well. Um, but it, you know, it, it's going to take time for, especially Sidney Jones to, de- for him to, you know, develop as a nickel cornerback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not to an extent where we should be, you know, giving up these humongous plays. So it's not, and, and, and Sidney Jones has played well as the nickel. He has. But again, just, it goes, it, it is goes it all a lack to, of concentration? I no. mean, Jalen Mills has allowed play. After play, after play, after play. And they're all plays where we look. And even, like, if I'm at the bar drinking, watching the game, everyone's just like, Jalen Mills again. Yeah. And it's getting to that point where it's like, dude, you got to get your act together. Yeah. You're in the NFL playing against the best of the best. I get you were a seventh round draft pick, and I'm happy that you're playing. But if you're not going to contribute to the organization, what are you on the field for? Yeah. And, and Jalen Mills has played the same position now for it's different from Sidney Jones like Sidney Jones he Jill Mills he's still learning and it's his first full year right and Jill Mills wasn't injured you know he, he he's played this position before this is his third or fourth year in the league now so you know he you would think that he would start to you know play better develop develop yeah develop that's that's a better word for it um but you know again the, the double moves and just getting burned deep it's just it's frustrating and you know he needs to, he needs to clean it up or he might be on that plane <laughs> <laughs> he might be on the plane. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying there's a waiting line for the tickets. He's he's about to cut in that line. Yep, he's about to be first. I don't want to see him do that, uh, Me either. Like, the thing is, too, like, I don't want to hate him because I like him as a person. Right. I like him when he plays right. well. It's just... He brings a lot of energy. He, he brings the momentum back to the defense. He's, yes. like, usually the ringleader of those dance crews that they have. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's cool. I like him. It's just, dude, what is happening, man? Yeah. Do you need to go see a sports psychologist like Nelson Aguilar did? <laughs> like, uh, dude, I don't know what is going on in your head. And just side note, on the very last play of the game where they scored the touchdown, Avante Maddox just slipped and fell and basically just gave him the touchdown. That Look, <laughs> also, here goes the thing, too. I saw a video of a fan breaking down like that last play. Mm-hmm. If you look, once the ball left Marcus Mariota's hands, Jalen Mills and uh, Malcolm Jenkins are standing right next to each other. Mm. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins actually ran towards the ball at least to make an attempt. Jalen Mills just stood there like he had front row seats to a Broadway show, <laughs> watching the whole thing happen. And that was like my turning point where I was just like, dude, like at least make an attempt. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, I mean, as soon even as, if you weren't going to get it, make an attempt. Yeah, as soon as Maddox fell down, it, that was that was basically it. I mean, you know, it's just it is what it is. We, we lost. Yeah, I mean, listen, but, we really did hand them the game because we had multiple opportunities to win and we we didn't. So we blew it. We did. We we blew it. 
All right, well, I don't want to hate myself anymore, so let's look on to the next game. Yeah, I mean, also, I want to mention the offensive line. Oh, yeah, yes. God. Okay, so, yeah, they've been playing awful. Yeah, bad. Just bad to say the least. I mean... Jason Peters, no good. No bueno. Yeah. Lane Johnson, no bueno. Wisniewski, no bueno. Yeah. Now, I have a theory to this. Mm-hmm. Without the veteran Brent Selleck there, mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's a tight end, but he was an excellent blocking tight end. Yes. Do you think that we're missing him? That's that's a great point. I mean, I never even thought of that. At, like, if that would be the pro- that that would be the issue, but it's a possibility, man. Well, I mean, he was an integral part of that O line last year. He was, and he 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 is a he was a really good blocker, and that yeah, was his that, forte. That might be the case. I don't know. Again, as as fans, we're just speculating at this point because we don't know. Like from my eyes, from what I'm watching, like you said, you didn't even think about that, but like. What I'm seeing is a vulnerable offensive line on the outside. Yeah, the defenders are able to wrap around and get right to our quarterback, and yeah. that's bad, especially with a quarterback coming back from such a devastating injury last year. We can't have our O line giving up on them. Yeah, <laughs> we need them to be stronger than ever, especially to protect them. Yeah, I, I feel like when Carson Wentz was in the pocket last year, he was able to just stand there and stand there and right. stand there and find someone. Right now, he's running all around the field back and forth, and that's not how it should be. Yeah, and that's sometimes not... sometimes you're going to be pressured, but not every play. Right. And that's not you know, especially for a, a guy like Wentz who's coming back from a from a bad injury. You know, you can't have him running all over the field and getting and getting hit all the time. He's getting murked. He is. He, he's getting destroyed back there, and. For all those people who are saying it's Carson Wentz's fault, it's not. And he's like w- w- maybe the one person not to blame because he still had a great game. He didn't throw. He didn't have yeah. any turnovers. Well, he might have fumbled. I don't remember. But no, he did. He did fumble. He did fumble. But again, that's just because of the, the they're bringing pressure. pressure and the offensive line. But he didn't throw a pick. Like I knew he threw one last week, but again, that was because someone I think might have hit. It. I don't remember, but uh, he didn't throw a pick. And I know he did fumble. But again, that's because of the pressure that the defense is bringing and our offensive line not holding up. So, other than that fumble, you know, he played well. You know, um, I think he did pass a lot, though, and I think we mm-hmm. have to, you know, even the runs out more, but, um, and I think that's just because Jay Ajayi is playing hurt, which yeah. is unfortunate, but. Was well, Darren Sproul still out this week? I think Darren Sproul is still out, yeah. Whew. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I think Clement might be back, though. Which Clement, is, which is Clement is back, to my knowledge. That's big. That's big, I think. I mean, we'll, um, we'll get the fantasy injury report in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jai playing hurt definitely doesn't help, you know, especially with the run game. So uh, having Clement back, and I think Clement will get, uh, will get a little bit more touches uh, in the run game, which is good because I think he's good. So uh, and Josh Adams too, hopefully because he's a bigger guy. So and we we both like Josh Adams. Hopefully not Wendell Smallwood, but hey, look, he's been he's been he's playing been okay. Playing, he's been he's playing, playing well. Okay. I'll give it to him. You got to give credit where it's due. He's actually been playing well. Yeah. Still hate you, but <laughs> hey. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I, I if mean, I give Nelson, if I gave Nelson Aguilar the chance and he flipped me, yeah. you can flip me too. Listen, I think right now our offensive line is more for a run game because I think they're, I think they are best. They're the best running offensive line in the league, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you know we have to have pass protection. So you know I think I think our offensive line as of right now is better for the run and not for the pass, but. You know, we're, we have to pass. It's a passing league, you know? Agreed. Um, and, we, you know, we have to protect our guy. We have to protect the guy for us. So, we'll see. You know, Let's we'll get see. more into the guy for us <laughs> after our conversation about this game coming up. Yeah. And it's a big conversation. But let's let's do some projections for the Vikings-Eagles game today. Um, I just want to start out by saying that 
in our Philadelphia Sports Nation group chat. Um, someone shared the poster that they're that the what is it? Um, it was a flyer that they they were handing out for tailgaters. Okay. It pretty much said, "Don't harass Vikings fans." <laughs> I'm <laughs> surprised <laughs> if any Viking fans show up. I uh, like I'm, I'm going to look it up just to see what it says because I read it earlier this morning. It was like, "Get out of here." Uh, Wells Fargo Center parking lot fan code of conduct. <laughs> <laughs> The Wells Fargo Center Complex is committed to creating a safe, comfortable, and enjoyable experience for all fans throughout our parking areas. <laughs> Vikings fans can go screw themselves because they deserve everything that they brought upon themselves by dressing Rocky up in Vikings gear. Die. <laughs> no, actually die. Yeah, you shouldn't even show up at this point. Yeah, behavior that is unruly, disruptive, or illegal in nature. <laughs> Abusive, foul, or disruptive language and obscene gestures. So what, I can't flip my friends off now? Is that what you're saying? Okay. I mean, I'm still going to do that. This is all still going to happen. Intoxication <laughs> or other signs of impairment related to alcohol consumption or substance abuse. <laughs> What's a tailgate without beer? Yeah, I mean, right. come on. Yeah. Fighting, taunting, or threatening remarks mm, <laughs> or gestures. That's happened. Throwing objects of any kind. Oh, that's because 100%. someone threw a beer at a Vikings yep, 100%. fan. 100%. That's definitely going to happen again. Uh, games, chairs, grills, etc. in parking spaces. Okay. All right, Tiger, calm down. <laughs> Tailgating more than 45 minutes after the game yeah. begins. <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck getting everyone in. Oh, my gosh. Um, displays of affection not appropriate in a public setting. What? <laughs> Any disruption to the progress of the event by a fan's action actions, excuse me, verbal or physical harassment of opposing team's <laughs> fans. <laughs> Any behavior that otherwise interferes with other fans' enjoyment of the game. Aww, the Viking, the Vikings fans were hurt that much, so they had the Philly police send out a letter. Why don't you go back to your safe space and cry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're a Viking fan, don't show up. Just don't go. Yeah, just don't go because, because all, the you, listed, all those things listed are going to happen. Exactly, to you. <laughs> exactly. By by you look, it's the Philadelphia nature mm-hmm. to do the exact opposite thing that someone tells us of to do, told, yes. even if it's not to our benefit. Yep. Just because screw you. Yep. That's literally why, and I don't care. And I love fight it. me. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Yep, I love it. Now. If there were a Vikings fan in front of me right now, I'd probably do that. Remember that video? Go Bears! That lady screaming in his face. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> uh, but I would probably do that right now and then punch him. Um, I'm not going to punch anybody. Legally, I have to say that. Yeah. Um, but this game, you said it earlier, the Vikings aren't looking themselves. Eagles are definitely not looking themselves. Mm-hmm. Both of them are due for a win. Yep. What is happening today? Uh, I think it's going to be tough, you know. I, Kirk Cousins is going to sling it. Yeah, and if, if, you know, I, we brought up the secondary so much earlier because mm-hmm. the secondary is going to be a huge integral part of this game. Yeah. They're going to decide yep. who wins and who loses. Yeah. I mean, during the week, Doug, Doug Peterson said he's making no changes to the secondary, so we'll still see Darby I don't think he should. I just think that someone has to get in their ear and be like, hey, yeah. if you screw up today, <laughs> you're going to be on the plane. You know what plane I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, yeah, it just got someone's got to make a play, you know. Someone's just got to play, you know. It just play well, and this team definitely can. It, it's going to be tough, you know. The Vikings are really they're in desperate need for a win, uh, as are the Eagles. And if the Eagles don't win this game, we're in trouble, especially with our schedule. Yeah, we have to win this game. It's it, this is definitely a must win. So, you know, it's at home. We have the London game later this year. Yeah, oh, later this month. Jacksonville. Excuse me. <laughs> 
Oy, oy, that's oy. gonna be really, really tough. Well, but, not, like, not like Blake Bortles is a slinger, but yeah, their defense is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, but yeah, this game it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I feel like I say that every week now. It's gonna be tough, but it really is. You know, you can't take anyone lightly. And I like that. That's the thing too. I like that about our fans. Yeah. We take every single team the way that they should be taken. Right, we don't exactly. really think like we don't overlook anyone. If the Browns were to come to town, be like, okay, we actually have to win this game because yeah. if we don't, we'd be the laughing stock of the NFL. Exactly. As well, the Jets are right now because they lost to the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're yeah. they're responsible for the beer cages unlocking. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. I think this. I think this game. I think the Eagles win. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, and if they do, you know, it's not looking good. I mean. Even if and if the Vikings lose, it's not looking for, good for them. So, you know, this the, both of these teams haven't looked like the way we envisioned. Know, envisioned, yeah. So you know we're gonna have to see. I mean, Kirk Cousins has you know played well against against in the past, but you know we we've gotten pressure on him in the past too. So I know he's on a different team now, but you know he's still the same guy. I think this is a rivalry game. Because... It feels like it. <laughs> uh, it's more so. I feel it's like I feel like it's more than the Redskins now because Yeah, Alex Smith isn't hateable. He's just kinda like, Hey, yeah, I hope you do good, yeah. buddy. Good good job. I'm glad you have a job. <laughs> um just because yeah, and also Kirk Cousins was on the Redskins, so now he's on the Vikings and we're just like, Oh, we still hate you because you played for the Redskins. And we and hate the Vikings. And now you're on a good team, but the playoff game now. last year, I remember the first drive, Case Keenum threw a touchdown and I was like, Oh god, here yeah, we go. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. And then oh we gosh. took off. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, this this game, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm really worried about the secondary, especially uh, just because this team is a, definitely a pass first uh, offense, especially with Dalvin Cook not playing. They have to be on their A game. Absolutely, have to be on their A game. The O line has make, to be on their A game too. It's not the, the Vikings does. defense everyone can't be does. underestimated just because they've struggled doesn't mean they're not good. We have to get pressure on Kirk Cousins because if we get pressure on Kirk Cousins, he'll make mistakes and you know maybe he'll fumble. We've seen it in the past. He'll fumble the ball and he'll throw interceptions. So we have to get pressure, and if that if that you know if that's blitzing more, then go for it. Yeah, pressure because, pressure matters. Yes, it does, and it, it throws quarterbacks off. Um, when you have to I make, don't care, I don't know how good you are as a quarterback. If you if we're getting pressure on someone, you're going to make mistakes. So when you have to make an instinct decision, sometimes yes. your instinct is wrong. Right, exactly, and that's what we have to force. Yes. and you know it's not going to pan out every single time, but the chances that they screw up goes way up. So we need to actually make sure that we effectively pressure the quarterback or at least effectively collapse the pocket. Like, mm. that's what we have to do. Yeah. And just, you know, play, you know, we, we've seen this team before. Mm-hmm. We, see, we saw them in the playoffs last year. So, and, you know, the quarterbacks played well. You know, we, we did give up those some of those, you know, 10, 15-yard plays. But, again, we didn't give up those huge, you know, down the field plays. Yeah. So, you know, we know this team, you know, uh, they made some changes, but you know we know the receivers, and you know you know Adam Thielen obviously, and, and Stephon Diggs are two of the best in the league, and you know they're, Adam Thielen scares me. They're gonna, they're both gonna be tough assignments, and you know last year obviously in the playoffs, you know they played pretty well, and you know obviously our, our offense was firing on all cylinders, so um, the, you know that made it easier for the defense. But you know I think it's gonna be a different game. I think it's gonna be a closer game, and I think it's gonna be. You know, it might be a shootout. You never know, uh, you know, with these defenses and the way that they're playing. So, Look, the thing is, too, if the Bills can decimate the Vikings defense, <laughs> we can decimate the Vikings that defense. That was in Minnesota, too. Isn't that crazy? That was 
That was that was bad. unbelievable. I can't believe. You know, my roommate actually started <laughs> the Vikings D against oh, the Bills, and he was just like, no. "Oh yeah, that, that, that's a lock. That's a lock." Yeah, and that's, uh, that's, oh, that was a bad week for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, that was just weird. I think he got them the, negative four. <laughs> I just like the NFL. The NFL in in a whole as a whole is, has been weird. The defense is there's no such there's thing. There's no defense. There's no such thing as defense anymore. Other than maybe Jacksonville. Maybe. They still let up a solid amount of points. They do. And there's really hasn't been defense. Like you think of all these top defenses like the Eagles, the Vikings, even the Jaguars. Um, you know, they they they're giving up a lot of points and it's, it's been weird. Like this season there's been a lot of throwing the ball. There hasn't been a lot of running. Um, and we've seen we've seen guys have like 12 to 15 catches a game. Like guys like Michael Thomas and and Adam Thielen and, yeah. and Juju Smith Schuster, um, guys like that, you know, that have had you know just ginormous games that you just like. That's that's really strange. And that's the thing too, like on the Steelers specifically, AB's on the other side. Yeah. He's getting ten to twelve catches exactly. You know, and I think also not having Le'Veon Bell hurts them, but uh, you know he's coming back after the week seven yeah. bye. It's but good again. There is a lot of passing now, so you know you're not going to see a lot of running, and maybe that's why the Eagles, you know. You know, didn't run a lot last week, but you know, having having a balanced offense, I think, helps a lot. You know, especially if we can get the run a run game going. You, you know, have, you have the play action pass, and then you know that that helps the team. So, you know, the running game is still, you know, a big part of, of offenses now. You know, um, so I'm curious to see how how the Eagles do. I, um, again, going back to JJ, just it's unfortunate that he has to play through this injury, but you know, I think he's still. We need him. We we do. We need to see more Josh Adams. Josh Adams. I am very mad about it. I want to <laughs> see when he played. He played effectively, and I yeah. want to see him play more. Yeah. And you know what? What's the best way to develop a youth? Throw him into the fire. He'll there. learn. Get him out there. And you know he might screw up sometimes, but at this point, we need him. We need a run game going. Um, He's a big man. Again, last week the run game was okay, but you know it just them getting pressure on Carson Wentz, and we just we were throwing it a lot. You know that didn't help, but. Uh, this is going to be a good game. It's going to be tough. The, you know, the place is going to go nuts. Um, so it, it, we, I think we, I think we're going to win. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings squeak by and, and take a win. So we'll have to see. Oh, uh, let's knock on wood on that, Chippy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that's not good to say, but go birds. Go birds. Wait, wait, we're not done. Okay. Now on the radio, in the news, mm-hmm. we've been, we talked about this before. But we've been hearing a lot of people giving up on Carson Wentz. <laughs> I am furious at those people. You know, the plane isn't filled. The one that I want Jalen Mills to get on. All of the people. It's going to be a double-decker plane by the time you're gone. <laughs> because, oh my god. Why are you going to give up on your franchise quarterback after two games? Are you insane? <laughs> are you crazy? What is wrong with you people? Get it out of your head. How much has he brought this city? He's the reason why we even got to the playoffs last year in the first place. Right. You know, thank you, Nick Foles, for playing so well. But even Nick Foles knew that this is Carson Wentz's team. Yes. What What is playing Nick Foles going to gain us now? I would I would understand if people were you know kind of skeptical on Carson Wentz if he had like three interceptions for like if he had a Ryan Fitzpatrick rebound game. Yeah, if he had like 150 yards for three interceptions, then I would understand. But this is ridiculous. He had a fumble, but he still had two touchdowns, and he threw for I think three hundred and forty yards, a little bit over that. Absurd. He still had a really good game, you know. 
it was it really wasn't his fault at all if you think about it. I mean, and there and also we 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 go back to the offensive line. They didn't protect him. Also, there was drops, and there was drops in the Colts in the Colts game and in the Titans game. So we're seeing a lot more drops this year for some reason. Look, and that's that's going to happen. You have to adjust and learn how to play to that. But it is not Carson Wentz's fault. It is not his fault that the team is losing. No. And they're not even losing by a lot. They're losing tight games. Yes. Yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm just You know, even when Nick Foles played, he played well. Mm-hmm. In Tampa Bay, he played well and still lost. Yep. Oh, what are you going to say? Get rid of Nick Foles now? <laughs> Who's going to start? Nate Sudfeld? <laughs> oh yeah, I really trust Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know, I, I don't know if it was that many people who said it, but I, I heard some people did say it. And if whoever you are, just stop because you have no clue what you're talking about. Carson Wentz is our is their future, and there's nothing else you can do about it. He, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He proved it last year. He's still doing it now. He didn't play poorly at all. So he's rebounding from an he tore two ligaments in his knee, <laughs> and it's not like it was his MCL. It was, right. Like, come on. Yeah. Get over yourselves. Yeah. And he, and he came back his first game and won. You know, it's, obviously he gets a, a poor Colts team, but so what? A win's a win. A win's a win. Right. And the the Colts defense played well against us, even and though their defense week, isn't good. Right. And last week we should have won. We, we we should have won that game. And we should be 3-1. and one. We should be 4-0, honestly. But, <sighs> you know, that, that's the NFL for you. But for, for all those people, just stop. Because you, you, you sound stupid and you are stupid if you think that. Because... You know he he played he played well, you know offensive line didn't protect him at all. You know there was dropped passes and it was just it, it was just a, it was frustrating to watch that game last week. But you know not not to watch Carson Wentz because he played he did play well. That's the thing that's getting frustrating. Yeah, I can't stand the people that say Carson Wentz should be benched. You sound like a moron. You're you sound like the people that somehow fail the SAT for forgetting to put their name on it. <laughs> Honest to God, because you you couldn't see talent if it looked you dead in the face. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just ignore those people because well they have to you know I might be ma- making a mistake by acknowledging them, but just know how stupid you actually are. Yeah, how stupid most true fans actually think that you are. And like. Even if you have, like, a second thought on Carson Wentz, just stop. Because he's not coming out, and he performed well. Like, there's no reason for you to even think that he should be benched or, like, he shouldn't be playing. Because he had a good game. Like, it was just the players around him didn't play well. That's why, you know, he had that fumble. And, you know, there was a lot of dropped passes, so, you know, his, you know, his average or whatever wasn't the best. But... Still had 340 yards for two touchdowns, so... Hey, look. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> Jesus had a Judas, and our ginger Jesus has Judas's. <laughs> like, he, he played well enough to win, and we the defense just didn't play well, and we lost. So, don't I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, I mean, yeah let's just... let's blame the defensive struggles on Carson Wentz. Yeah, right. That, exactly. That's how I feel that these people are thinking. Yeah, right. So just, just stop. Grow up. <laughs> Get over yourselves, move on, and stop being stop being tools. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's shift the lines. Yeah, that's yeah. let's get away from the birds. <laughs> talk some flyers. Flyer season kicked off. Yes. big game in Las Vegas. Yeah, five to two was it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, damn, they looked good, man. They looked 
Fire, Wayne Bale's Simmons good. shelved two. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to most at this team now? Because they struggled in Colorado. Yeah. Are they, the thing I'm getting, oh, JV, JVR also got hurt. Yes. Lower body injury? Unfortunately, lower body injury, yes. Um, we don't really know how long, so. Haxtell was concerned because he couldn't come back. Yeah. Now, I mean, that, that's the thing I hate about hockey. They're so vague with their injuries. Yeah. They never really disclose anything. Um, it could be a bruised hip or something. Or it could be worse. It could be know. a broken rib. Right, you really don't know. But I just, look, I, it's only the first two games of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm not super concerned. Yep. But from what we've seen in Flyers past, we're able to win those big games and then lose those games that shouldn't matter. Right. Um, are you worried about their consistency? You know, a little bit, because especially because we're a young team. Yeah, and you know we haven't seen a lot of the young uh, the young players yet. Uh, you know I think they've played well so far, uh, but you know against Colorado, who I don't think is that good of a team. You know they might be all right. Yeah, but, um, that's definitely they're a winnable slightly game. above average. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's definitely a winnable game. I know it's on the road and it's tough, uh, and you haven't played at home yet. So, you know I, that's fine. You know I'm not too worried about it, but you know it's a young team, so you really never know. But um, you know coming home now. I think it's gonna be good for this team. So we'll have to see. I'm just I'm I'm curious to see how the young guys play at home, especially, and uh, you know they're looking good so far. We'll just have to you know they have to keep it up. I mean, Verabiev got his first goal. Yeah. I mean, it was a wild first goal. It was. <laughs> but hey, hey, first goal is the first goal. You know, you'll you, take you, it. You take what you get. Right. Uh, the home opener is on Tuesday. It's against San Jose. Okay. So that's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um. Now. I don't know if it's the goaltender issue, but uh, see, Brian Elliott is hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Same Definitely. thing with Michael Neuverth. Definitely, that's the thing I don't like, and I want. Eventually, I want to see Hart up here mm-hmm. because I want to see if he can prove himself. Yeah. And if he can prove himself, he should be the everyday. And to be honest, I think Brian Elliott should be the backup. Okay, that that's just the way I think. Yeah, but. Mm, I mean, I completely understand if the Flyers don't want to rush Hart. I mean, I know he played well in his debut with the Phantoms. Uh, I read that, but um, you know, not rushing him is fine. And you know, that's that's uh, you know, the Flyers view him as our goalie for the future. And if we if they don't want to rush him, that's I'm fine with that. Um, if we can win with Brian Elliott and Michael Norvith, then you know, that, let's you know, we have a good team around them. So you know, we'll have to see how they perform. Um, in, in the first game, you know, they played well. They um, did so. Uh, you know, obviously against Colorado, they, you know, they give up five goals, but, um, you know, it's on the road, you know, Over the road trips are tough. They are, especially just, in Colorado. I mean, you know, to start the season off on uh, pretty Vegas much the West coast. And, yeah. yeah Vegas it's in Colorado. It's not, um, ideal. No, but, but you know, I, going, I'm, going one and one in those games is not, you know, the worst thing, obviously. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, both of those teams are. Obviously, Vegas made it to the Stanley Cup last year, so they're a really, really good team. And you know, Colorado's again nothing to nothing to laugh at. So, um, can't wait to see Gritty in the Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be oh, people are gonna go nuts for him. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm just I'm I'm really I, I really like this team. And, you know, I think uh, we have a bright future. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm again I, I keep going back to the young guys. I'm just really curious to see how they perform and how they are how you know how if they can stay consistent or not. You know, we also have one really big piece of Flyers news that we didn't even talk about, but I'm going to bring it up. Scotty Hartnell. <laughs> he retired. He retired. Yeah. He was a big part of, 
I would say not my peak Flyers fandom, but there was a time where like I was looking forward to every single Flyers game, and it might have been because of the inconsistency last year. I still watched almost every Flyers game, but mm-hmm. when he was out there, he was just an animal. He was, and it's players like that, and you know. The players like Jody Shelley, who would just go out there to fight, they've disappeared from the league, really. Yeah. yeah. But Scotty Hartnell was more than just a fighter. He was great. He was just such an influence out there. He was, he was gritty. He, he was gritty. He was gritty. And, you know, to be honest, gritty with that beard? I mean, I know they said he hey. looks like Jake Voracek on meth, but, <laughs> but I mean, he might resemble Scotty Hartnell. He might. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, I mean, he was just... He, you know, gritty is a great word for him. <laughs> I mean, that's just what he was. He was just a gritty player. Um, you know, he, he he just played hard. You know, that's that's what Philadelphia wants. So, um, you know, just a great player and a little sad to see him retire. But, you know, what can you do? But, he was probably the – JVR was my favorite flyer during that time. Mm-hmm. But Scotty Hartman was a very close second. Yeah. He was just really fun to watch and, you know – Wish you the best in retirement. You're probably mm. never going to listen to this, probably but not. I wish you the very best in retirement <laughs> because, man, you were great. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. You'll be missed, Scotty. You'll be missed. Well, you've been missed since you went to Columbus. True. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I think that wraps about wraps all we can talk about the Flyers for now. Yep. It's an early season. Let's, uh, let's see how it cracks, you know? Yeah. It's going to be a good year, I think. I can't I, I said it before. I'll say it again. I can't wait to see Gritty. <laughs> yeah, I want a oh, picture with that. Yeah, at the, uh, the Wells Fargo Center, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I want him to Google eye at me. Yeah, I want a picture with him. Me too. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's crash the boards. Sure, we got yeah. some Sixers going over to Asia. They are in China. Yeah. How you think? Uh, how you think that trip's going so far? I mean, yeah. What are we showcasing? I think it's <laughs> well. We played Dallas. I think we played Dallas again. I think in China. Um. But during the first game in China, I mean, we looked good, and you know, in every game so far, we looked, we have looked really good. Um, you know, Markel Fultz is playing well. Uh, is he back? Obviously, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are both playing well. You know, who I really like is Landry Shaman. Mm. I really like his his shot. You know, he has he has a good three point stroke. So, um, and especially with Wilson Chandler out, he's getting more minutes, and I I like that. I mean, even when Wilson Chandler is playing, I think he Shamit should be. You know, off coming off the bench and so do you think Landry, good minutes. if Landry Shamit plays well, do you think he could be the steal of the draft? That's a hot take. That but is a hot take. I mean, hey, look, if Kyle Kuzma could be a steal, anyone can. <laughs> well, the problem with him is I don't think Shamit is going to start this season. Hey, look, a bench threat's a bench threat. It is, and he's going to help this team. I really do. I really think he is, and you know that was an underrated pick. I think don't underestimate the bench because if we have a solid bench squad going out there, we can at least maintain the game. Yeah, especially that's what we have to work on. And I'm curious to see when the regular season starts if Brett Brown keeps Markel Fultz in the starting lineup. Because if that's the case, you're going to have JJ Redick and Landry Shamit both on the bench, both good three point shooters coming off the bench, which is what we need. So, and you know, once Wilson Chandler comes back, that gives you another athlete out there, especially mm-hmm. the, coming off the bench again. So we need Bayless to disappear. We do. He needs to just be off the team. He needs to stop. I don't hate him as a person. It's just uh, you bring no, nothing. Right. There's no reason for him to be on this team. Um, but yeah, I, I think our bench is looking good right now. You know, and if if again if Fultz stays in starting lineup, which I think he should because he's played well so far. Um, you know, we'll have to see. I know it's only been was it three or four games so far, but um, 
you don't have to see. I, I think I think he you know likes being in the starting lineup. I think he is you know embracing that role now, and uh, love to see if he can if he can keep performing. I would like to see him in the starting lineup. I'm so, with you. Yeah, I mean we got some silly Sixers news too. Joel Embiid kissing a bald <laughs> man's head. That was amazing. That was. <laughs> that's as Joel Embiid that, as yeah, you get. Like it really is. Like if you just think of that, that's Joel Embiid to a T. I mean, you know that's why people love him. Um, He's just a great guy, and <laughs> he's just he's just a weird and funny guy, which is amazing, and I love him. He exemplifies everything that Philadelphia would ever he want. Really, really does. Like, I love him. Trust the process. <laughs> Trust the process. <laughs> uh, By the way, if, I think the Sixers getting that trademarked, which is good because if if you guys care to know, the laptop that we record on has a picture of Joel Embiid on it, and it says "Trust the process," yeah. and uh, it's, it's been like that forever. I'm staring at him right now. Yeah, he's he is a very large gentleman. I love, <laughs> I love you. Uh, I'm I'm excited for the year to start. You, you know, October's oh, yeah. kind of that. October's one of the best months in sports because yes. you have the NHL starting up, MLB playoffs, NBA preseason, then NBA, um, football. football, football, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you want to do our daily, our weekly sports conversation, uh, fantasy for, fantasy sports. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, hey, your boy is four and zero in a twelve team league. First time I've ever. Gone four zero in my life. I mean, I'm probably gonna lose now because I said that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was three zero in two leagues last week, and now I'm three and one in both of them. Now in one league, I started OJ Howard, who got me nothing. Yeah, because he got hurt, and I benched George Kittle, who got me twenty four twenty four points. So yeah, if I started him, I would have won, but I didn't. So I was really mad about that. But I'm three and one in two leagues, and I'm two and two in the other one. So hey. I mean, it is what it is. I'm two and two in my ten team leagues, and I think I'm going to lose in both of those. <laughs> um, I don't know. Will Fuller's still questionable, and I have him in my lineup. Yeah. Um, he's playing the Cowboys, so I'd really prefer that he plays because I feel like Deshaun Watson is just going to show Dak Prescott what a real Texan is. <laughs> also, this is partially Eagles news, but do you think Dak is a fraud? I think he's overrated. Fraud. He's definitely overrated. I mean, I think he's an okay quarterback, but like you know, he definitely got exposed last year. He did, and you know, I, he you know, I think he's done okay this year. I know you know the first couple games he didn't play well, but last week he did play pretty well. Um, but you know, I definitely think he's overrated. Um, you know, obviously his rookie year they went thirteen and three, made the playoffs, so that's why everyone's you know hot Hype. on board. Um, but he's definitely yeah, he's definitely overrated and. Um, you know, I guess maybe that's a little bit biased because obviously I'm an Eagles fan, but you know, I just I haven't been, you know, blown away with what he's done. So, you know, Tony Romo used to be able to have a good game. Yeah, definitely. sometimes he like scared me a little. Yeah, I, you know, if you don't think that you're lying because sometimes he made he made me nervous. Sometimes. Definitely, definitely, yeah, he definitely. You know, he I think I think I feel like he was a bit underrated, um, just because he went undrafted. Yeah, and that hurts for me to say because he was on the Cowboys, but. Um, you know, he was, he was, he was good, you know, for them for a long time. Um, I know he was definitely inconsistent and, you know, they didn't want a lot of playoff games, but, you know, he, he did play well for them. Um, you know, especially with the talent that they had around him, which wasn't a lot, I don't think. I know he had Dez Bryant. I know obviously he had Jason Witten, but, you know, other than that, you know, who else did he have? <laughs> that's true. Um. T.O. Yeah, T.O. He did. He did have T.O. That's right. That's quarterback. True. It's quarterback. Yeah. It's quarterback, man. Quarterback. Um. 
but, you know, do yeah, you think definitely? I'm going back to Dak Prescott. Definitely overrated. I think. I think it's, personally, but again, Philly bias. So what do you get to do? You think Tony Romo sits at his Corona desk like <laughs> marking down every Dak Prescott stat? <laughs> <laughs> they dropped me for this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably why you don't see CBS do a lot of uh, Cowboys, Cowboys games. games. <laughs> oh. It's either Fox or on they're on Sunday Night Football. That's true. Well, let's get stoked for the game. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. I think we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the bandwagon on PHL Sports Nation. Follow me at Ryan Michaels for Phillies Nation on PHLSportsNation.com and Chris Tiernan under Christopher Tierman for Eagles Nation. Again, under PhiladelphiaSportsNation.com. Um, we have a Facebook and a Twitter. Please be generous and give us some likes. And, you know, like we enjoy feedback. Yeah, if, you, if, you sure. th- if you think that we're screwing up, you know, if you think that, like, my voice is... Just sounds like it comes from a punchable face. You'd be right. You're right. It does. I do have a very punchable if face. You just hate my face. And if you, if you, yeah, well, I mean, I, if yeah. you hate my voice the way I hate my voice, then let me know. Yeah, just let us know. You know, I would probably agree with you. It's okay. It is okay. Yeah, that's part of the Philly way. We just gotta. Yeah. Kind of. We have to be blunt with each other. You know. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter at PHL the Bandwagon. Yeah. Facebook again, PHL the Bandwagon. Um, give us a share, give us a follow, give us a like, be our friends, yeah. send us mail, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, we get a solid amount of listeners consistently every week, and, you know, we thank you guys so much for actually being a part of the program, yeah. we would just want to send our thanks to you, uh, we finally reached 50 followers on Twitter, and <laughs> it's not a lot, it's not a lot, but hey, but hey, you know. we thank you guys for everything that you do, yeah, and we sure. can't wait till you hop on the board next week, yep. take it easy boys, and girls.